<laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy. Here we go, that baby! Badass. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. We have a very, very special birthday today. Uh... I don't know how to say this any better, but happy birthday to Mr. Arise. That's right, it's Mr. Arise's birthday today. Oh my God. He's a huge Oklahoma fan, and I feel for him because their lives are over. They don't have a head coach. So on his birthday, I just want to make sure He's feeling good this morning. So happy birthday, Mr. Arise. I, I got to put your dollar in the mail. I owe you a dollar for the game. But hopefully this music will cheer you up. And if not, I, 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 I don't know what else to tell you. But let, let, let's try another way real quick. Mystery Rise. There we go. There we go. Uh, there it is. Happy birthday, Mr. Rise, from the lovely regular Rise. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff to get to on the show today. Very, very exciting show, I guess. We got lots of listener mail. We have got a major, major Ask Arnie question to begin listener mail off. I was going through them yesterday. I was like, fuck, I just got to start off with this one. It's that good. Let me say good morning uh, to all the ass family out there now. Let's see. A lot of people. uh, Let's see. Straight Fire, he was the first one here. He says, kick ass. I'm first. Thanks, Insomnia. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Uh, Doug says, good morning, ass. And Straight Fire, happy Taco Tuesday. It is tomorrow. That would make tomorrow hump day. Oh, yeah, I know that. All right. Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Triple T says, I made it. Wait, hold on. See, I made it Omicron free. I like that new one there. Omicron. That sounds way more like Optimus Prime. Omicron free. Omicron is the new variant of the COVID disease that's going around right now. And we, we'll, we'll talk about Joe Biden's plan here in just a second. Uh, still holding out for the Decepticon variant. Dim in Grass Valley says, good morning, as family. Funny thing about, oh, wait, I got to get this ready. Omicron. Uh, they skipped a Z, XI. Hmm, wonder why. Douglas, we need the Allspark to eradicate the Rona. Better find the Allspark before the unicorn variant. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. How are you today? I hope you have a wonderful day today. So is a unicorn a celestial? Probably. I don't know. Uh, uh, hola, amigos. Happy Taco Tuesday from Alicia. Arise says good morning. Uh, we'll never understand how this song was aired during the Reagan presidency. Great song, though. Oh, that was Frankie Go to Hollywood? Yeah. Fucking, that, that's the song that I knew I could dance to. Man, when they would play that at the clubs or whatever, boy, I would cut a rug to that motherfucker right there. Boy, there were some good junior high dances going on with that one. 
Uh, Mark in Detroit says, good morning, all. Mike D says, good morning, asses. Have an awesome day. Uh, Hang Down Jen says, happy birthday, Mr. Arised. Uh, happy birthday, Arised. Uh, Arised says, thank you, Arnie. You're very welcome. Tim in Grass Valley, happy birthday, Arised. Hot Mama says, good morning, Ast. He's a recon Marine, so he loves Arlie Ermey. I, I figured he would. I fig- I, but he probably loved the Longhorn music even more. That totally made his day right there. That and me speculating about the coaching. There's so much coaching shit going on in college football right now, my mind is blown. It was, re- it was revealed last night that Brian Kelly is leaving Notre Dame to coach LSU. Go Tigers. Brian Kelly sucks. Brian Kelly is dog shit. If you get the keys to drive the Notre Dame car and you are not playing for a national championship, do you not realize you can recruit more than anybody else? Why? Because you have a TV deal with NBC. You're Notre fucking Dame. And you can't win there. But all of a sudden, you think that you're going to go to the toughest conference in the country, and it's only going to get tougher when they allow Texas and Oklahoma in there. You're going to go there and win at LSU, a team that barely made bowl season this year two years after winning the national championship. Are you fucking kidding me? And Lincoln Riley, you're dumber than a box of fucking hair going to SC. You're going to get passed over for bowl season there, too, because there's only one good team ever in the Pac-12. Now that might be you. Uh, I have become such a big Oregon and and UCLA fan now. This coaching care. And look, look, if Oklahoma goes after Luke Fickle, I'm scared. That's the one name I don't want to see in Norman. I don't want to see Luke Fickle anywhere near Norman. No, 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 no. Everybody's wishing Mr. Arise a happy birthday. Uh, Arnie, you need to jump out of a cake. <laughs> uh, Sassy Pammy, good morning. Hangtown Jen says, hot mama. I had lunch with my boys yesterday at Greenhouse. Got to meet KK officially. What a nice young man. Oh, there you go. Brett says, good morning, ass family. What the fuck? How can anyone not love Arlie Ermey? Oh, I know, right? Uh, what the fuck? Oh, okay, that's what it was. Oh, Jen, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Too bad you were not there on the weekend. My other boy works there on the weekend. Oh, no, he works there on the weekend. Did they make him cut his fucking hair for that place? Um, all right, look, this is my daily observation, and I know I'm going to sound sexist here. Don't forget Harbaugh saved his job at Michigan. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, oh, really? That's cool. I have Mondays off. It's nice to see the boys. Greenhouse just across the street from X. I'll have to try and make a weekend visit to see Kate. All right. Buenos dias, familia. Brian Kelly to LSU. <laughs> exactly. It makes zero sense. It makes less sense than... Uh, look, I understand why Lincoln Riley went to SC because he's scurred. He didn't like the move to the SEC to begin with, and he's scurred. He's gone. He's adios himself. Might have put that program in a little bit of trouble, I'm just saying. But you get the keys to Notre Dame and you throw them away for LSU? What in the blue fuck is wrong with you? Joe Kelly, look, 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 Brian Kelly, not Joe Kelly, Brian Kelly couldn't win at Notre Dame. I don't know what makes him think he's going to win at LSU. Do we not remember the times that, that Alabama Beat the living shit out of Notre Dame. 
Same thing's going to happen. Oh, my poor Cajun friends. Oh, yeah, we got Brian Kelly down. Ooh, aye, aye, we ain't going to no bowl games no more. Yeah, let's see. OU and Notre Dame have openings and the Jags suck. Hmm. I'm I'm interested to see. Notre Dame, uh, look, I, since Notre Dame is Notre Dame, I'm just going to throw it out there. John Gruden's going to be the next Notre Dame coach. You heard it here first. John Gruden is going to coach Notre Dame. And by the way, he's going to win there. John Gruden, he'll be able to recruit by just knocking on one door. OU, uh, Gruden won't go there. I, I, I'm, I'm serious about Luke Fickle. If Luke Fickle goes there, that'll be a fucking, God damn, I'll hate that. Um, Florida hired somebody, but nobody worth his shit. Um, Miami still needs a coach. Lane Kiffin's still going to go out there. But I, I, I honestly think Gruden goes to Notre Dame. It's a job he's always wanted. I know Urban Myers wanted it too, but Urban Myers is a piece of garbage. Grudel, <laughs> knock, knock. Hey, N-word, open up, you homo. And talk Notre Dame's a perfect for him to say homo. They ain't going to care. They're the, they're the Catholic school, for God's sakes. All right. Uh, so my observation today is this. Uh, turned on the game last night near the end. It was a garbage game. Just terrible game. D- d- awful. Awful, terrible game. The Redskins in the, who was it? The, oh, I'm sorry, the Washington team in Seattle. Seattle almost came back and won that at the end. That was hysterical. Um, I saw something last night, and I saw something over the weekend, a couple things over the weekend, and I reached out to a dear friend of mine who is uh, a referee. We all know him. He's been on this show quite a few times. Um, and I asked him this question. And, and we're talking about Tommy, if you don't know. Tommy's been a referee for probably the past 20 or so years. He's doing high school playoff games. He's done college games in the past. He's part of, uh, he was part of the Sun Belt, I believe, uh, doing all that kind of stuff. And he's been scouted by the NFL lots of times. And I've noticed something, and I know when I'll stop watching the NFL because I've noticed this, and please don't think I'm sexist for this because, well, I kind of am, but it, there's a legit point. I noticed over the weekend, most of the college games I watched, or a few of them, had a female referee in them. And we're talking about big-time college football here. And then I turned on last night's game, and there was a new female referee in the NFL. There's like two or three female referees now in the NFL. Not referees, line judge, whatever. You know what I mean. Officials. And I looked it up today, and the, the first ever uh, female to officiate a big-time game was in 2007. Terrible year, by the way, especially the seventh day of the seventh month of that year. Just saying. But that was the first time, and that was a, a college program, first time a female referee had ever been a part of a football game. Tommy's been refereeing longer than that. He's gotten his credentials way longer than that. And now they're promoting these female referees, by the way, who never played the game. Tommy played the game. 
Tommy played the game at a high level. Not super high level, but high enough. He played the game. He's refereed some high games at high levels. Been scouted by the NFL. He's played all the bullshit games of going to their, their, their camps and paying to do all this kind of stuff. And this isn't just about Tommy. This is about all the referees out there who have done this, who are more capable of doing the job because they and, and have more experience. But now they're promoting nothing but women to be referees and line judges, officiate NFL games. And I'm sorry, I got a problem with that. He only got scouted. If you were scouted by the NFL, why didn't you get He only got scouted. They didn't offer him anything. He was scouted by him, and they moved on. That was a long time ago. I used to tell him, hey, man, don't worry. They don't, they don't ever hire any men until they're in their 60s. But I will tell you, what will be the end for me is when there is an all-female crew. And we are only about a year or two away from it. Now, I'm not saying the women can't do it. I, I, I've never said that, that they can't do it. But to be at the level that that is, there was a female referee, what, last year at the Super Bowl? Was it last year or the year before at the Super Bowl? Now, come on, there are, there are guys that are in the NFL that have been there for a long, long time that have never been to the Super Bowl. And you're going to tell me she's that good that she got ahead of them already? No, uh-uh. <laughs> the solution for Tommy is easy. Just identify as a woman he's in. Heck, he could call himself Juana Man or something. But see, once again, and then watching last night's game. See, they've changed the rules because the game became too violent. If you watch the end of last night's game, and they're making a big deal about how Seattle drove the field 94 yards, Scored a touchdown, had to go for two. They didn't get the two-point conversion, so then they had an onside kick. And only four onside kicks out of like 33 this season have been recovered. Seattle kicked the onside kick, and they recovered it. But there was a penalty on the play because a guy was one step over the hash mark on the opposite side. He wasn't even involved in the play, but they changed that rule because of the, the major collisions that happened in the league. When are we all going to realize that football is a very dangerous game? This is, my, this is the observation that I have, that football is such a dangerous game that we've changed the rules now to make it not so dangerous. How much more has to be changed? When, will, when are we going to outlaw tackling? When will it turn into flag football? Is that when the women referees take over and there's an all-female crew doing the Super Bowl? It, 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 it's sad the way they muck things up. Also, they can be a little bit more popular. By the way, congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Whew. The Rangers have spent over fucking half a billion dollars in the last two days. Holy shit, man. We get the stud second baseman for Toronto or, or shortstop. I don't know. And then we get Corey Seager, World Series MVP. Holy shit. But they're talking about a lockout next year. 
awesome. Man, I was excited for the Rangers until I heard about the lockout. But we're probably going to be locked out of a lot of things due to the brand new Omicron strain that's going out. President Biden yesterday said he will unveil his plan Thursday. This is what I hate about this guy. Joe Biden said, hey, yesterday was Monday. Hey, I'm going to reveal my plan on Thursday. No, 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 no. When it comes to reveal your plan right away. Let's get the plan going, dummy. I'm going to make you wait a couple. This isn't a new record from Limp Biscuit. Saying the strategy will not include more lockdowns, dot, 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 yet. He plans on relying on vaccinations to combat the latest version of the virus, Omicron. I hate this man so much. I, I, I truly do hate Joe Biden. Joe Biden, and it's not because he's a Democrat. It's not. It's because he's fucking dumb. Come on, man. I, I mean, seriously, you've got. You're gonna make us wait three days to hear your plan. Straight Fire says still trying to develop a plan. That's the only that 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 is that is the only thing that that says. Well, I'm gonna announce it on Thursday. We haven't got it quite figured out yet. And the reason why they don't have. Omicron figured out yet is because we don't know how bad it is. We hear these things about the symptoms, and I have the doctor that 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 found it. But this is this is I've gotten to the point where I'm so fucking done with all this shit. Corn Pop wouldn't make us wait, no. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Because he had Omicron. Uh, this article, could Omicron be good news? The variant might speed up the end of the pandemic if it causes mild illness. As South African records. Now, this is the funniest part here. So, the president, Mr. Xenophobe, Mr. Racist. Oh, I'm sorry, that was the orange guy. When he blocked travel to those those nations. I'm sorry, Joe Biden is a patriot. And he's a soothseer. Um, you know, since they've announced Omicron. In South Africa, no hospital admissions or deaths from the quote-unquote super strain. They say, but scientists won't know for at least two weeks. Really? You, you you get stuck with Omicron. Uh I'm not buying it. I I, I, I I'm I, I'm not buying it. it. Look, we're not supposed to be paying attention to our girl Jisleen. They had opening statements yesterday. And I don't know if y'all saw it or not. If, if there's one video that, uh, let's see if I can find. I want you, uh, let's see. Hold on a second here. Let's see. I, I, I'm, I'm blown away. Oh, man, he stepped in it last night. Geraldo Rivera, 
I, I this is so weird. Is it? Is this it? Let's see. I'm I'm, I'm going to see if this is because I watched this before the show and I am, uh, I I I agree with what people say. Let's see. Okay. No, that ain't it. Okay, come on here. Let's find it. Uh, I can't find it. Damn it to hell. Um, oh, here. This might be it. Is this it? Is this it? Okay, well, anyway. This, this is this is the, the gist of it. Last night on The Five, on Fox, Geraldo Rivera, I don't know if he's an actor. If he's an actor, he should get an Emmy for this came out and said how appalled he was at the low bail of the uh, Wisconsin guy who drove through the Christmas parade. But he's so mad that Ghislaine Maxwell has not uh, had bail for the last 17 months, even though she offered up a $25.8 million offer to get bail. He thinks it's just sickening. It's horrible. And the members there are trying to say, uh, hey, dummy, she's a flight risk. If you let her leave, she'll be gone. She will go to a country where they have no extradition. And then one lady on there said that federal, federal bail is different than what the guy in, in Wisconsin had and all this kind of stuff. And Geraldo was not having any of it, which made my smellers come out. Ah, good morning, Derek. How you doing? Uh, is he still alive? God, he looked half dead in the 90s when he was in his talk show. Probably. He looks worse now. His mustache is freaky as shit. Do you think Geraldo's in these, these papers, in these names that visited the island? Because Geraldo was standing up for someone that trafficked underage human beings. I want you to think about that. Geraldo Rivera is on the side of Ghislaine Maxwell getting out of jail before her trial starts. She was hiding when they originally found her, and he said, I quote, oh, she wasn't hiding. The shit she wasn't hiding. But Geraldo comes out and he says that. I I, I don't understand these people in the news anymore. Dan Borgino's going to love that. Oh, it, I, I couldn't believe he said it. Like, I was literally gobsmacked when he came out and he said, oh, she deserves this bail. She, she's an American. She, she's not American. She's British. Stupid ass. I, I, literally, I, I, I sat there and I, w- I, was, I was shocked. I was shocked at this. How could anybody say this gal deserves to be out of jail? Look, I know that we shouldn't all have passed judgment on 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 Ghislaine Maxwell. She deserves a trial. She trafficked underage girls all over the world for this scumbag. And we're here to say she deserves a fair trial. She deserves to be fucking killed. I'll say it. I, I'm not afraid. 
She knew exactly what she was doing by getting these underage girls and giving them to Jeffrey Epstein. She knew exactly what she was doing. But, but, but Arnie, no, there's no buts in this one. I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll say it. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Ghislaine Maxwell is guilty in the trial now. She's a part of this whole thing, and it, it's gross, man. It is fucking gross. Now, as I promised you, I, I, I said the doctor who discovered the, uh, the horrible Omicron has come out and said what the symptoms are to watch out for. Uh, let's see. It started with a, a male patient who's aged around 33. He was extremely tired for the past few days. He's got body aches and pains with a little bit of a headache. Shit, welcome to my world. Goddamn, I walked around North Park Mall all day yesterday. My fucking body is aching. Dude, we saw it. <laughs> so we went out yesterday. So here. I, 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 I've decided that I'm going to throw all caution to the wind when it comes to doing the show now. If I have a good story from the day before, a good story to tie in, I'm just going to tie shit in. So I guess I have Omicron due to the fact that I'm tired and I had a headache from being at the mall all day yesterday. And we go to North Park Mall, and I put a picture up. If you, the, so if you went to my Instagram page yesterday, you saw me sitting on a fountain. Now, I grew up going to that mall. That's the mall that my dad tricked my mom into going to see Star Wars. North Park Mall. North Park Mall is now the hoity-toity mall in Dallas. I mean, they have everything. They got the Louis Vuitton store. They've got the, the, the Versace store, Fendi. They got the Neiman Marcus. This is the high-end mall in Dallas. It's close to Highland Park. And we were in there just goofing around yesterday, looking around at stuff, so we decided to go in the Gucci store. Well, you got to wait in line now. Due to all these fucking, these robberies of places, now even places here in Texas are making you wait in line to go in because they can only have like four or five people in the store at once. And I got to see mall security yesterday, and it wasn't even mall security, it was Gucci security. Seriously. Seriously. So they, they have the, the, the rope set up, right? And you got to wait in line until there's a person exit the store before you can go in, which I find to be amazing. And the, this big old black woman, she was, she was a big gal. She looked like the bailiff on night court. She wasn't fat. She was just a big gal. She could play linebacker. She got sunglasses on. She's letting people in. Well, the line, there's a line to get in. Well, if you start to block a little bit of the Versace store, which is next to it, boy, this lady comes unhinged. Oh, ma'am, 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 you're going to have to move up a little bit. No blocking the Versace store. And she's a bitch. Right? So the people move up. So then a couple more people walk in there. And look, look, I got to say, I do not fit the typical Gucci bill. I got a Joe Dirt t-shirt on, pair of ripped-up Levi jean shorts, and sandals. That's what I'm wearing into the Gucci store. 
So all of a sudden, this guy who looks even worse than me stands at the back of the line, and they're starting to block the Versace store. Well, Roz comes out. That's her name, Roz. And, uh, oh, it ain't shit if it, no great steak escape or somebody. They do have a Sbarro, though. They've got Charlie's Steaks now. Great Steak Escape is gone. They do have a Sbarro. It's a real mall. They've got Foot Lockers and Sbarros. That's what makes a real mall. So these other people stand, right? And, uh, sir, sir, y'all going to have to come over here. They have another line that, that that's like across the walkway to get into Gucci because everybody wants to get into Gucci. I don't know. Gucci's just, yeah. So these people leave the back of the line, and there's two black women behind us. And her, we're having a good time making fun of Roz. So the, the this couple, this tore-up-looking white dude and his ugly white trash wife, girlfriend, come up, and they're in front of the other line. But we're in the very front now line. And the line has moved a little bit to where there's, side, there's openings now in the line on my side. So Roz comes out and goes, okay, y'all can go back over there, and I think you're in front of those two black women. That's what she said. I said, no, ma'am, no, no, no. And the two black women like, uh-uh, girl, no, no. And, and Roz gets all mad. She's like, you need to settle down. You need to settle down. I'm like, you're not talking to me. Just the power. And she had a fucking person clicker, too. She was, like, clicking how many people were going in the store. Good God. What does Gucci sell that is worth waiting in line for? Well, nothing for me, but, you know, they're, they're, high, in, they're high in bags. They're bags that cost like $14,000. That's not an exaggeration. Did they growl and wave their finger? No, they didn't, they didn't do any of that. But, man, I just love the holidays. The holidays brings out the best in people, doesn't it? It's so fantastic to see. Then, then, so then we go to Lids, right? That's my more my kind of store. I go to Lids. I need to get a brown hat, a brown blank hat, because the brown hat I have, I like to have A's in all my colors. So I, I, I have a brown hat that has an A on it with the state of Texas behind it. I'm looking at it right now, and it's brown. Because every once in a while I have some brown shirts that I like to wear, but I don't have a hat that will match it. So I walk into this lids, right, and I go over there, and it's fucking panked in there. They, they didn't have any guards waiting out there. It's lids. Brady Kid says some of us like high-end back, and there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I think it's cool. So we go into lids, right, and I, I, I ask the dude who probably just ripped a, off of a fucking bong, took a rip off a bong, Right before he helped me, I'm like, hey, man, I got a question for you. Y'all got any blank brown hats? <laughs> he said something that I was laughing about the entire day. Oh, no, bro. They, they, no, and he called me bro, of course. No, bro. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm his bro. I'm probably 40 years older than he is, but I'm his bro. No, bro. Uh, they, they, they don't ship us many brown hats. I, I think. I think there's a shortage of brown materials. <laughs> there's a shortage of brown. 
How is there a shortage of brown? Next to black, it's the easiest color to make. Yo, bro, I, I think there's a shortage on brown materials. Okay, bro. I just walked out of the store laughing. Uh, not to worry. I, I, I did order one last night. Uh, Hank Dungeon says, I just ordered a 385 Kate Spade bag, but I hate shopping, hate stores. I ordered online and uh, have it shipped. Hey, you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not really. A, I order a lot of stuff online. You can ask Brady Kid. I order a lot of stuff online. I prefer shopping. Problem is, I'm too goddamn fat. I like to go to the stores and try shit on. Because there's nothing worse than ordering something online and it doesn't fit. Now, you're, you got a Kate Spade bag. It's going to fit. But, yeah, like, hat, I hate ordering hats. I will only order adjustable hats online. That's what I did last night. Got a cool-looking brown and khaki trucker-style hat. I think I'm going to do the A in a, in a bright yellow. I don't have that yet. That would be kick-ass. But, yeah, that's what that, that was yesterday. And Brady Kid says, I won't tell you how much we spent yesterday, Jen, LOL. I, well, there's no we to that. I didn't spend any of that. You spent that. I didn't get anything yesterday. I got a robe last night. Oh, I know one of my Christmas presents. This badass terry cloth robe. I'm excited about that. Uh, by the way, Brady Kid, uh, one of your gifts was ordered today. Just to let you know. I think that's why I do it online at store time. I, it never feels like I spent too much. You know, one side at a time, a box or two arrives each day. It takes the sting out of shopping. Okay. Now, back to Omicron. Omicron. By the way, people were walking around, and, and every time we went into one of these high-end stores, we had to wear a mask. I didn't like that, but it's Dallas County. Dallas County is a bunch of fruits. Piss me off. Now, other things that are going to piss you off. You, you're talking about money. Well, this is this is a funny statement right here. Is that the Biden family offered their services to a huge Chinese government-linked energy consortium who said to have more money than God. This is all in a book that has been derived from Hunter Biden's laptop. Yes, that laptop. They gave him something like an 80-carat 80, 80 diamond, I'm sorry, a three-carat gem, an offer of $30 million so they could use his dad as influence. How come nobody's investigating this? Brett, you're, Brett says, Arnie, you're not fat, just large size. Yes, yes, my shoulders are quite quite wide. That's why I have to wear 5X shirts. Uh, if Arnie was a woman, he couldn't order Kate Spade. He'd have to order for Kate Snow Shuffle. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Tim. That's pretty funny. The guy who was meeting with Hunter Biden, his job, his name, his last name is Yee. It's, no, it's not Kanye, but it's Yee. His task was to spend $1.5 billion as fast as he could to ensure the Czech Republic would become China's gateway to the European Union. Mm-hmm. 
And hey, we have this fucking coked up idiot here that'll do anything for a crack rock. I imagine that that three that that three carat Jim, he probably did try to smoke it. He put it in his crack pipe, lit that some bitch up, and it wouldn't go up and smoke. And he's like, "Oh, this ain't no good." By the way, let's talk about Hunter Biden real quick. He was seen the other day out with his wife, his brother's widow, pushing around a kid. The kid's name is Bo. How weird is it me? I want to know, is it weird? Is it is it me? That I think it's weird that he married his brother's widow and now they have a baby together named Bo. Is it me or is that a little incestual? It's very, very strange. <laughs> Tim, that was fucking rude. Fucking funny, but rude. I'm fucking rolling, yes. Uh, people who can do anything about that are this on too. Talk about weird shortages. I went to Home Depot yesterday to get a bucket, just a regular five-gallon Home Depot bucket. They had buckets but no lids. Apparently and inexplicably, they're experiencing a bucket lid shortage. <laughs> went to Lowe's and got a bucket and a lid with no problem. Or perhaps they were out for a day. Who knows? Very strange. Uh, just sometimes comedy is rude, but luckily Arnie isn't. No, fuck. fuck. You can make fun of me all you want. Yeah, he's a brother motherfucker. That's a good call. Straight fire, that's it right there. Naming the kid Bo is like a conquest. You're dead, I fucked your wife, and now your name is mine. All mine. Bo Biden, and it's B-E-A-U, because they're fancy there. Bo Biden was Joe Biden's oldest son that died of cancer. He's got a daughter, and then he's got this shithead. <laughs> this shit knuckle. Ooh, that's a new put-down. I like that one. Hey, shit knuckle. Dan says, allegedly, Joe showered with the daughter. One could say incest runs in the family. Is that, that, that's the thing that's in her diary that they, they found that was stolen. Which, by the way, nobody wants the contents of that diary released. But, man, the laptop, have at it. Are you sure the baby he was pushing was his kid with his wife and not the stripper that the family disavowed? Yeah, it's not. Nobody knows where that kid is. That kid's that kid's with fucking what's his name? Uh, the, the 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 kid they found dead, the suicide kid who killed Gabby. That's where that baby is. Daughter is smoking hot too. Which one, Joe Biden's daughter? The kid is secretly OJ's. It's another <laughs> it's another Chloe Kardashian. This family, I tell you what, the Biden who's a more fucked up family? Boy, there's there's a celebrity death match we could have. I've got something in listener mail that's gonna push us towards the next celebrity death match. Man, the most fucked up families. We got the Bidens, the Kardashians. There are a few others. Man, oh, man. That would be a good Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, most fucked up families. I'll put the Von Ericks on there. 
The Baldwins. Great call. Write that down. Well, that's dysfunction. The Jacksons. Oh, yeah, you got to have the Jacksons on there. Clintons. Good call. The Bush family. I'll put them on there. I'm not afraid. The Judds. (laughs) The Duggar family. Oh, I'm writing all these down. Oh, the Pitt family (laughs) against each other. Uh, Let's see. The fact that neither Epstein or uh, Ghislaine set up a dead drop for all the information to be sent to WikiLeaks in the event of their deaths or capture proves that they are not nearly as smart as they thought they were. Yeah. Ooh, the Ball family. Now, I won't put the Benoit's on there because it was only Chris Benoit that was fucked up. All right, I'll work on this. We got nine families on there already. Okay. Yeah, you know, wait, we got ten because I didn't add the Von Erics. Okay. Only takes one bad apple to ruin the whole bunch. Yeah, the the I mean, his family wasn't all that funny. It's just him, his wife, and his kid that he killed. He killed both his wife and kid. Osborne's good. Co- Ooh. Mm. The Olsons. Wait, wait. Oh, Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy's. That's a great one. Uh, the Osmonds. Donnie and Marie. The Cuomos. Oh, I got a story about fucking Fredo coming up. The Octomom clan. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, what are we doing? Let's see. Um, got the Osbournes. Got them. By the way, the Afghan prime minister. Oh, Kardashians are on. Oh, the Hogans. Yes. That's 16 right there. We have got it. We have got enough. Oh yeah, we we oh that's awesome. Uh whatever happened to the Octomom? She just kinda like came and went. Yeah, the kids are probably teenagers right now. I just I tell you what, that was a fucked up story. Chick having eight kids. God damn she was huge. What about the Allens? Woody fucked the adopted daughter. Yeah, the old joke is this. What do Woody Allen and Kodak have in common? They both come in little yellow boxes. That's for all the older people out there that know that Kodak film came in a yellow box. Oh, by the way, by the way, we have a new sex act today. That's right. Oh, I I, I can't forget to play these. This is the Kentucky Upper Decker. When a man is taking a sh in the toilet tank while a female is sitting on the bowl, reverse cowgirl taking a sh and sucking his dick. 
Then once they are finished they preform a reverse 69 licking each other's assholes clean. Dude last night I got a Kentucky Upper Decker Double Blumpkin, and my ass has never been cleaner. Never get old. Never. Oh, I've got the Jacksons. Just Google the Octomom and those kids must have different fathers. Well, they came out at the same time. All right, so we got, all right, done with the Kentucky. We got, I got to get a couple more for the week because I only have one more for tomorrow. I'll find more. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Uh, the Afghan prime minister released a half-hour audio yesterday. It was the first public address by Mohammed Hassan Akund since the Taliban captured Kabul. And he's defending how great the Taliban's rule is. Oh, so wonderful. Kids are having acid thrown on them. Women are covered up. Reading these sex acts sounds like a second career for Marilyn Manson. Well, you know, cats can get different. I didn't know that. Really? How can you defend the terrorists running a country? I mean, I know why he's doing it. He's doing it so he doesn't get killed. Because he doesn't want the fucking Taliban to go, oh, you're a bad, bad prime minister, so we're going to have to kill you. Fucking jackass. Oh, God. Now, this was an article that was released. It was sent to me. And look, look, this article is from InfoWars. And let me just say this right now. I I will read some of this and let you know. But when it comes to Alex Jones, I just laugh. That guy throws so much shit up against the wall that when one piece of it sticks, everybody goes, oh, my God, he's a soothsayer. He even came out and says, so excuse me for bragging, but in my almost six years of nationally syndicated radio and TV host, my predictions have been remarkably accurate. I'm not perfect, but I'm batting close to 990. Really? Really, Alex Jones? So the, the, the one thing you swung on and missed was that, and you lost a fucking major lawsuit and you're still paying the people at Sandy Hook for this? No, he's come out and said that get ready in 2024. Maybe not there. I haven't read the article because I I don't read a lot uh, from him. Maybe he'll take over or this will take over. That Hillary Clinton will be the next president of the United States of America. Alex Jones goes on to say, everyone with a brain who isn't blind, deaf, or really dumb now understands Biden is brain dead. It's hard to miss the daily decline in Biden's ability to think and communicate. Democratic puppet masters have no choice anymore but to throw grandpa from the train. Now, look, I'll agree that Joe Biden is he's fucking brain dead. Now, do I think they're going to allow Hillary to come in? The answer is no. No, they don't want her in there. I, I, I'm just saying this right now. 
He says that Democrats will demand Harris resign to cite personal reasons or family issues. Then corrupt Democratic billionaire donors will give her $25 million mansion to retire in. Next, they'll name Hillary Clinton vice president. So, so his plan is this, is that Kamala steps down. They put Hillary in the vice president's chair. And then they fucking, they, they amendment fucking Joe Biden out. Two eighty five, hell no. Two eighty five would be a multimillionaire in, in Major League Baseball. Infowars bats about one hundred and fifty. I'll tell you the truth, and I'm a very conservative guy. I listen to this guy laugh. First time I ever heard Alex Jones, I just started laughing. Anybody who sells generators and hard-on pills, that's his only advertising or companies that that settle up to him that can't sell. Anywhere else? Come on. Alex Jones, you fucking crazy man. Here's part of what he said. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We have now cracked the code. We know who produced COVID-19. China? We know their master plan. What is their master plan? to their blueprint for global domination and not just global domination global depopulation the information we're about to cover will save humanity if it gets out to a wide audience this shut is- up just stop it because and and here's the bad thing alex jones is from rockwall texas where i live now he broadcasts down in austin this guy's a fucking hard on I mean, that, that's all he is. I mean, I, I can never take him seriously. And there are people out there that love this guy. I mean, love this guy. Everything that Alex Jones says is gold. And I just have to, I, 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 I try to stay away from those people. I'd love to see Alex Jones debate Gary Busey about anything. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be pay-per-view worthy. Ladies and gentlemen, I have information that will change the world. If you get two slices of bread, put bologna on one slice, cheese on another, you have something we have invented here at InfoWars. It's called a bologna sandwich. Now, if you eat this bologna sandwich after you take a few of my hard-on pills... You will be ready for sex. My hard-on pills are made with nothing but natural herbs and, and, and grass that we find around my compound. <laughs> he just makes me laugh. That's all he is. He, that, that's it. He, I can't take him serious. Oh, all right. How about this? How about CNN getting blasted? And rightfully so for a tweet that they put out um, saying the Waukesha, Waukesha, Wisconsin held a moment of silence marking one week since a car drove through the city Christmas parade. Not mentioning the fucking asshole that did it. It was just a random car. 
because God forbid you blame anyone for this, let alone a black man with dreadlocks, who, by the way, has an open sexual assault case in Nevada. But it was just a car that drove through there. Really, it's just a car. How is CNN still on the air? There is not a bigger infotainment channel than CNN. Mainly, and this is so great now, that CNN is saying, well, we've got to go through these uh, text messages from, uh, from Fredo Cuomo, or Chris Cuomo. After the attorney general fucking wore out his brother yesterday in questioning, uh, his brother Andrew, who's on trial right now, not really trial, but they're, they're questioning him about his sexual exploits as the governor of New York. Chris Cuomo wrote the sex pest rebuttal during his 9 p.m. show, hours after the network said he, his fate would be decided in the next several days. He helped strategize his brother's response to these allegations. How does CNN keep him in? Look, look, look. you've got another guy on that network, Don Lemon, the gay black dude, who, who assaulted a man, who's on trial for assault of a man, and yet you let him come back to the... Can you imagine... If Tucker Carlson whoops somebody's ass, do you think that, that, that anybody would allow Tucker Carlson to go back on the air? Now we've moved from, oh, if Donald Trump did this, to if Donald Jun- Trump Jr. did this, now we're doing it with, if we would allow, if, if Tucker Carlson were to be allowed to do this, he'd be kicked off the air. And look, Tucker Carlson, I like Tucker Carlson. I can't watch him every night, though. But Don Lemon, who still calls Joe Rogan a fucking horse tranquilizer taker, and Fredo Cuomo, who said pretty much nothing happened in New York. Oh, I believe my brother. A guy who faked having COVID. Do we not remember what happened to Brian Williams when he lied about his time in the Middle East when he was embedded? That Oh, yeah, his helicopter was shot at. And then we found out. And NBC didn't fire him. They just moved him on down to MSNBC. And this was, this was the guy in charge of the, the nightly news. He was a pretty powerful guy at NBC. CNN, yes, they brought Tubin back after he, oh, I had no idea that camera was still on me when I was jerking off. Liberals want to defund the police and control their own neighborhoods. Kyle Rittenhouse does that very thing, and they lose their mind. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Uh, let's see. You just nailed the best impression. Well, Alex Jones, thank you. I'm more concerned that the Christmas parade was before Thanksgiving. Tim says in two years that motherfucker is going to have his own statue standing in the square that he ran over people. 
These idiots are making martyrs out of the worst people on earth while pulling down statues of founding fathers. Yep. Tubin the Zoom baiter. I'm still having a hard time imagining Don Lemon beating anyone up. Maybe verbally because he's a little bitch. No, he's a regular dude. Oh, I get it because he is a little dude. Yeah. He 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 whooped somebody's ass. He assaulted some guy. And no, I cannot imagine Tucker Carlson beating anybody up. No, and here's the thing. First of all, you can't imagine Tucker Carlson doing it. Secondly, he got accosted last year, I think. He was in some kind of fucking, he was on vacation. And he went into some, like, you know, local store. And some guy got really in his face. And there was somebody videoing it around the corner. And the guy's trying to instigate Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's like, look, man, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm just going to walk away. You try that with one of the Cuomos. I, I love the tough guy Cuomos and the tough guy out. I tell you, if I was a paparazzi, I would probably be a very dangerous paparazzi. Because Alec Baldwin walk over me and try to take my camera, I'm going to whoop the shit out of him. I might take my belt off. And I might punish him for calling his own daughter a fat little pig. These paparazzis. These paparazzis are all a bunch of pussies. I I know that it, it, it's better that he hits you and you get like $2 million from him. That's great. No, my soul couldn't live with that. If Alec Baldwin decided that he was going to put hands on me, it'd be on. If Fredo Cuomo decided that he wanted to try to fuck up and, and want a shot at the title, I would fuck his shit up. They're asking for it. They're like, hey, Arnie, can you whoop my ass today? Be like... I don't have anything else to do. Yes. At least you don't let them beat people off, not up. By the way, there's a new devil to look at now. This guy is such a piece of shit. I'm so happy that I am not on Twitter. Because they announced yesterday that, that Jack Dorsey was stepping down as CEO of Twitter. And now there's a new CEO in place. Pereg Angerwal. Agrawal. Agrawal. Pereg Agrawal. Yeah, he's he he's an American. Uh, did he win a spelling bee in the last couple of years? I mean, that's the kind of name that wins the spelling bees. He came out yesterday and he was talking to the people. And he says, why do I have to differentiate between racist and white people? So what he's saying is all white people are racist. Great. That's awesome. And then he says, we will not be bound by the First Amendment. Quote, these kinds of things that we do about this is focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. He wants to get rid of free speech? You, you, you are not bound by the First Amendment? Well, that sounds like a lovely platform to use. I might just sign Rat back up for it. He's, he's a racist piece of felch. Wow. Yeah, this guy, look. 
I'm not going to get mad at anything said on Twitter anymore because, to me, Twitter just jumped the shark. It's like Facebook. Facebook started showing how – see, this is the best. This is what I love about the world. The world does work itself out. The guys who started these companies, yes, they're they're billionaires and stuff. But the problem is, is that they're all a bunch of fucking nerds. Seen at the end of uh, American Pie Reunion, the last the, that that was the last one, and it was pretty decent. When Stifler goes up to his boss and he goes, "You're still a nerd, and I can still kick your ass," and that's the truth here. These nerds, they start to get a little fucking ruffled. People aren't loving him like they thought they were going to love him. And they walk away. Zuckerberg, now fucking Jack Dorsey, who's a big piece of shit to begin with. But now, Perig Agrawal. Hey, Perig, anytime, buddy. Anytime you want to take my free speech away from me, I'll go ahead and fucking, I'll cash that check in on your ass. Free will one day be a slur. Shit, I'm surprised it already isn't. But there you go. So if you uh, if you enjoy Twitter, I would say fucking count your days. That's all there is to do it. By the way, okay, we're about to take a break here, but I have to get this story out because we didn't have the number yesterday. Um, three people were killed over the weekend, and another 40 shot over Thanksgiving weekend in Chicago. And uh, let's see, uh, the mayor said... Nobody likes you. You're a liar. No, no, that's numbers. I I didn't steal anything. Chicago shootings in 2021. 3,221 people have been shot in Chicago so far. We still have four weeks to go. And remember what they say in Chicago. Remember. If somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike, because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That's reparations. That is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it, because these businesses have insurance. They're going to get their money back. My people aren't getting anything. But on Twitter, Reverend Jesse Jackson called the looting humiliating, embarrassing, and morally wrong. Jesse Jackson has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. Jesse Jackson was not there for the creation of Black Lives Matter. Jesse Jackson can keep his opinions to himself. Do they keep us safe? No. Do they keep us safe? No. Who keeps us safe? We keep us safe. Who keeps us safe? We keep us safe. Who keeps us safe? We keep us safe. We say these police. Honey, let me just tell you something. Due to that, if I was a 911 operator or a police officer in Chicago, I would risk my pension and my job if I ever got a 911 call from your house. I'm not going to show up there. You said it. Fuck me. And, and, and you keep you safe. Why are you calling 911 then? If you're so anti-police, why would you ever call 911? 
They'll still be too warm in Chicago, and the people are bored with nothing else to do, according to the socialist person I know there. Yeah. Um, if you need to steal a Gucci bag to feed your family, holy shit, I live to see the day that Jesse Jackson was a reasonable one, right? Yeah, they're feeding their family. No, they have plenty of government handout money that they're feeding their family with. When they go and rob a Gucci or Louis Vuitton place like that, like they've done all over Chicago, San Francisco. I saw a story in San Francisco. Remember when that big mob went out and they they got like $10,000 or $20,000 worth of stuff from the Louis Vuitton store? They had a jewelry store. That was a mom-and-pop jewelry store. It wasn't a big national sales store. It was a jewelry store owned by a family. They lost $250,000 worth of merchandise. Not to mention the broken windows and all that kind of stuff. Those people that worked their ass off to get that store up and running, that worked their ass off every day to be able to afford rent in Union Square... In San Francisco? And you say good? No, that's not good. This is why we can't have nice things in America anymore. Is because there are too many assholes there out there like these people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that leather and a piece of brass could provide physical sustenance. Yes, totally. It totally, totally can. Uh, all right. Uh, the jokes for today. Uh, let, let's see. Let, let me get to these jokes for today. I saw the looters getting looted video. They straight up look like animals. Yeah, totally true. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, why was Jeffrey Dahmer so healthy? He ate five fruits a day. And why isn't LeBron James ar- allowed to play around small children? Because he's considered a choking hazard. There you go. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up right here on Mixler as well. Arnie, here's something else uh, to your insurance can drop you if you have too much theft. I know a store uh, in SAC where they got dropped. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. To, To come out and yell, oh, they have insurance. Sometimes the insurance might not cover it all. So there you go. We didn't know the times were lean Around our house the grass was green It didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands They kept us warm and kept us fed Taught us how to look ahead Now looking back I understand We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we 
Was the only day my daddy wouldn't work. We were walking in high cotton. Old times there are not forgotten. Those fertile fields are never far away. We were walking in high cotton. Old times there are not forgotten. Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced. We were walking in high cotton. Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in
Here's to the past, they can kiss my glass I hope she's happy with him Here's to the girl who wrecked my world That angel who did me in I think the devil drives a cool I watched him drive away over the hill Not against her will I've got time to kill Down in broken Hartsville Here's to the past They can kiss my glass I hope she's happy with him Here's to the girl Who wrecked my world That angel who did me in I think the devil drives a cool him drive away over the hill Not against her will I've got time to kill Down in broken Hartsville here on a Taco Tuesday or whatever the hell you want to eat Tuesday. I think I'm going to have me some burgers tonight. That sounds good. Uh, let's see. Um, Alicia says, I hope I live to see the day when business owners just open fire on these looters. That would make for a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That'd be awesome. Get one of these flash mobs that, that go in there that, that want to rob the place. Dude just fucking pulls out a uh, fucking automatic. Boom, blows their asses away. That'd be awesome. Uh, time for mail. By the way, mail brought to you like it is each and every week by our good friends at JS Floors. The best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest, the rest are bad people. The rest will come into your house and then hide baloney and other lunch meats all around your house. You know why they do that? They do that to attract bugs. So then you have to call their their brothers who own the exterminators plant so the exterminators can come in the house and they can all huff the exterminator uh, stuff. That's what they do. They steal your lunch meat, hide it around your house, track bugs, and then don't even kill the bugs. They huff what the, the exterminators are bringing in. You know who doesn't do that? They don't do any huffing going on. No, floors are going on. When you call my friend Jesse over at JS Floors, he's going to put your floors in. He's not going to steal your lunch meat. He's not going to hide baloney around your house. And he's not going to call any exterminators. He's going to give you quality floors. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. I heard Lincoln Riley shops at the other flooring company. Yep. The rest are too busy looting <laughs> looting looters to install floors. Exactly. Everybody knows that JS Floors doesn't loot. It's the others that do. So now we, 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 we have to start listener mail. We have an ask question. 
And uh, this is a big one, so let's do it. Questions are what you have a answers are what I will give to help you and do it today. That way you can have a great day. You suck up your pride and ask him. He'll be on your side. Just do it and do it right now before he goes out and fucks. It's time to ask A-R-N-I-E A-R-N-I-E He has everything From gag balls to toys He can hang out with all the boys A-R-N-I-E He'll fuck a cow There you go, there you go There's one there's one. Now, now, look, I didn't do it last week. I feel like I have to do it just because it's so good. So I'm, I'm going to do this one, and then we have a Christmas one. All right? So uh, bear with me as we get to it. Do you know how hard your name is to dance out? Jesus Christ, I think I pulled a hip. Here we go. Got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can help you out Ask me now Ask me now I fuck a cow You know I'll do it And brag about it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow All your ratings Are in the gutter You sure miss me That is fucking obvious Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I've done it, and I bragged about it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you'll hear me say all the bad words like fucking cunt, talking pussy. Ask me now, ask me now, because I fucked a cow. I told you I'd do it, and 
Boom. That one just happened. And now the Christmas miracle that is this. Some problems. I may have solutions, but you need to write to me and should do it now. Before I go out and I forgot. That shit just happened. There you go. There you go. We can do this now. We can help people. So let's get to it, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, here we go. Dear Arnie, ask family, I need your help with this one. Seriously. Dear Arnie. I'm in need of your help. You see, I've been a fan of yours for as long as I can remember. We would listen to you on my way to school. Well, thank you for making me feel old. Appreciate that. Uh, This is where I need the most honest voice I know to help. That'd be me. Okay? I want to come out to my family and wanted to know when you think a good time would be. I say this because they are fairly conservative, but I'm still very, very nervous. Uh, Thank you for always being a voice to listen to, and that is from Aaron with two A's. So, A-A-Ron. Boy, that's a tough one there. Hunger says, I have a close friend in the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and holy jumped up Jesus. They want you to join because of your lyrical voice. Well, if you're Joe Biden, as long as you can remember, it's only about five five minutes. Uh, When would be a good time to come out? I don't know. Tim says, I say come out at Christmas dinner. Uh, You you know, that's one of those things that I honestly, from everything that I've heard about people who come out, They say it's such an albatross off their back. And a lot of times the family knows already. They they, they have an instinct, a clue that you're that way, and you're, you're just holding yourself back. I will say this. This is the best piece of advice I can give you. The best time to come out to your family would be when you're absolutely positively ready. I mean, people are saying, let's see, uh, well, you just came out to this family, and we were okay with it. We love you no matter what letter you choose. Amen to that. Thank you for that, Hangtown Jen. Uh, after the check clears the bank, making a knock-knock joke at Christmas with your <laughs> bigoted uncle. Knock-knock. Who's there? Gay. Gay who? Me, of course. <laughs> as much as I like that, that's fucking great. I wouldn't do that. 
Uh, Kale says, do you need to come out? Do you have a serious relationship? Don't ruin their Christmas. This is the thing, though. And I appreciate that, Kale. That's good looking out there. You're not going to be ruining anybody's Christmas. You're just, you're just finally proud and comfortable enough to say who you are to come out. And if it ruins their Christmas, that's on them. Okay? You do it, Aaron, when you're ready to come out. If that's around Christmas, great. If it's not until fucking St. Patrick's Day, whatever. You have to be comfortable with it. Uh, Christopher says, hey, letter writer, don't worry about coming out as a liberal. Just do it. <laughs> they won't think any less of you. It's not like you're something bad like a child molester or a vegan. Uh, their Christmas, it's, uh, it's about her, not them. No, this is a him. This is about him. Uh, how does gayness ruin Christmas? Oh, I can see how it could ruin somebody's Christmas if you have ultra-conservative parents that don't believe in that lifestyle. Harrison says there's never a good time to come out. I would do it privately with your parents first. My family is extremely conservative, and it will be difficult. But I know my family is probably more conservative than yours. I would do it privately and not at a major gathering. Cowboys Girl says it's not about, uh, not at all about them. If it ruins their Christmas, that's their issue. Come out whenever you want. And I agree with that because I remember when, when I went through my divorce with, you know, Satana. I remember she sat down and she said, you know, you're ruining the family's Christmas. I said, no, I'm not. You, you did that. If their Christmas is ruined because I'm not there, it's because you fucking beat the shit out of me. And you cheated on me. It's not on me. I'm choosing to stand up for myself. Aaron, have a friend call your parents and tell them you died. Show up at their house five minutes later and tell them you're gay. <laughs> I, I don't recommend that one, but thank you, B-Coop. It doesn't matter when you come out, Aaron. Just do it when you're ready. Don't let anybody push you into it. If you have, if you are in, this is the one that I like to hear. Maybe he's writing this letter because his significant other, his new, whatever they are, boyfriends or whatever, is pressuring him to do so because they've come out. Let me just say this right now. Don't fucking stay with a person that's going to force you to come out to your family before you're ready to. You got to do this on your terms. Um, if your family is aghast, fuck them. They're not family. Maybe not at some look at me moment like the actual gift opening time. But even at Christmas, it's cool to me. Christmas is about family and loved and gasp, being generous. So just do it and be proud of yourself. The guts it takes to come out is more than they've had put together if they're against you. Amen. Just do it whenever you're ready. If you're ready to do it on Christmas morning, then do it. This is the best piece of advice here. Their reaction is out of their control. Their, their reaction is under their control. That's true. That is true. You are who you are. If they react poorly, take their gifts back and get your money back. Go says, prepare for the worst, but be happy if they accept you. I recently had a friend not exactly come out but open up about his sexual preferences, and honestly, I felt better knowing he trusted me enough to tell me and made it uh, better friends because we've had that bond. If you have a bond with your family, I feel better with the similar. But if you don't have that, uh, not accept it, that's okay. 
You need to do uh, what you need to do. Do do it, letter writer. What a great Christmas gift. Mom getting another daughter or son. <laughs> Speaking personally, there's no point to come out as they're not in your bedroom. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Aaron, I, I hope all these, these advices helped you. This is what we do here on the show. When you ask for our advice, we give it to you. When you're ready, you'll come out. And like I said, a lot of times, family knows. They're not going to be shocked. If your dad asks you to go outside for a catch and you've turned him down all these years, he has a thought about that. If you won't play catch with your dad, your dad pretty much knows already. Just letting you know. If you would rather, like, go clean the bathroom than play catch with your dad, they know. They totally know already. I hope I'm making you laugh, Aaron, because I know this is tough for you. Uh, all right, next letter here. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, a friend of mine was in town for Thanksgiving, and we started talking about the best martial artists in movies. I was wondering, how would you rank them? Like, top five greatest martial artists in movies. That's from Dan. Oh, look at that. We have another potential Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore of Karate Men. I started working on this when I saw the letter yesterday when I was putting the show together. So I'll tell you what. We're going to do two Mount Rushmores this week. We'll do one tomorrow and one Friday. Tomorrow, we will do fucked up families. And Friday, we will do the greatest karate men in, in, in TV and movies. And they can do kung fu. They can do karate. But we're calling it because that's a, it's a rule I live by. I call all martial arts karate because everybody knows what that means. So Friday, we're going to do best karate men. Tomorrow, we will do uh, most fucked up families. I like that. That's good. That's good stuff right there. Chuck Norris can't go in because he's a karate guy. Chuck Norris is going to have to be in there. That doesn't mean my dad is gay because he never offered to throw a ball with me. Mm. I had that verb. Yeah, I hate that verb. My father wasn't into sports, so he didn't throw the ball with me. Explains why I always drop the ball. I'll never forget. I was, I was talking about this the other day um, off the air. When I was a kid, when, when I was a kid, I, I played baseball. And talking about making your dad happy and stuff like that. So uh, it, I was in between seasons. And we used to have, like, home run derby in this one friend's backyard because they had a huge backyard. And we, like, used a tennis ball or whatever and, fucking crank those, right? So I, I was always right-handed. But, like, I was in the backyard with them, and I'd always hit left-handed. I didn't know the difference. I was, like, seven. I didn't know. I just got up to bat and fucking started hitting and I started wearing them out left-handed. I started hitting them fucking further left-handed. 
my dad went to the batting cages with me one day. He took me to the batting cages, and I got in on the left side of the batter's box. I'd never seen my dad that happy before. At the age of seven, he had a switch hitter on his hands. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna, I mean, I hit way better on the right side. So, you know, we when the season came around, I, I tried hitting left-handed, struck out a couple times. And I was never really a good sport. Still, I'm still not. If I struck out, I, I would throw a bat when I was a kid. Oh, I hated striking out. Oh, that was the worst. Uh, Aaron doesn't need to worry about dropping the ball like he does ganking on it. Now, Kale, come on. Does Ric Flair count because of all the chops he's... No. There's a story about Ric Flair. Ric Flair has been offered a, a match in Israel where he's going to take on some idiot from AEW. I don't know if it's real or not, but the, the guy's going to pay him a hundred grand for one match and have to pay for his first-class airfare and accommodations in Israel. I don't know if they have really great hotels there or not. I've never been. But a hundred grand? Bruce Lee, Adam West, Chuck Norris, Macho Man. That would be my personal Mount Rushmore. Yes, the flying elbow counts as a karate move. Does he come out and holler, Jew? No, he doesn't do that. Come on, ogre. Are you as excited as I am about Brock Lesnar on Friday night SmackDown? I, I'm ready for him. I'm ready for Brock Lesnar to come back. But I tell you what, man, there's so much crap going on in the in the WWE and AEW right now. It's starting to piss me off about wrestling. Like, bring, bring the, what do they call him, Braun Breaker? Fucking terrible name. His name is fucking Rex Steiner. Bring him to the fucking main, main roster of WWE. Have him run roughshod through everybody. We want to see a Steiner-Brock Lesnar match. That's what I want to see. By the way, uh, if you didn't know, I am going to WrestleMania. And they've announced WrestleCon is going to be in Dallas, too. Over 200 professional wrestlers are going to be here. Oh, yeah, we're going to that. I'll be, exci- I'll be more excited about AEW when Cody Rhodes decides to finally turn heel. Bad guy. Motherfucker took his weight belt off last week. He threw it in the crowd as a souvenir, and they threw it back. That was hysterical. Miz backing down from Edge last night pissed me off. I was glad to see the Miz was back. That was great. There's a feud. I can't wait for that feud to start. You need to get your press credentials ASAP. Oh, ooh, for WrestleCon, I do. That's a great idea, Tim. WrestleCon. I need to email them about my press credentials. That way I don't have to pay to get in there. WWE sucks. All I want to do is stare at AEW's Jamie Hentner drooling. I still hate chick wrestlers. I still hate them. Uh, some of them are hot. Some of them are okay. They ain't wrestling, though. Come on. All right, enough about wrestling. Let's see, though. I got to write that down. Contact. Contact. WrestleCon. For press. It's a great idea. They need to call up the Uso other brother, uh, Soto, from NXT and make him a rival to the blood. Amen. 
They got some good talent that's that's way better than everything else down in NXT. Bring that shit up to the main roster. I don't know about you. I am tired of, uh, I, I like Drew McIntyre, but come on, he's getting old swinging a big fucking sword around. Brock Lesnar needs to come back. They need to have some more ass-kicking matches. Ooh, Terry Reynolds. Ooh, she's going to be there. And Lita, we're at the last one. Oh, Trish Stratus is there. Trish Stratus, let me just, let me tell you something, sister. I am going to bring cans and cans of cream corn if you are at WrestleCon, and we're having a match. That was a good letter there. Got us going on fucking wrestling. You know I like that. I still have to do a Mount Rushmore wrestling managers. Brock Lesnar is so gross. He's a terrible MMA fighter. He's a great wrestler. I like Brett. I, I, I like Brock. Brock. It took a long time for me to like, like Brock Lesnar, but I like him as a WWE superstar. I think that's what suits him best. He's an idiot. And, and by the way, they don't let him talk. I want them to let him talk because he's so dumb. There you go. All right, next letter here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Tristratus, you better have chloroform and a basement chains ready. Oh, yeah, I agree, Alicia. He's a terrible MMA fighter. He's he's not, not, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, Artie, I was just wondering if someone had it going like uh, LeBron James has as much as he does with basketball movies, TV shows, all that. Why is that guy such a damn bitch? Trish Trash and Terry Runnels. I'm steering my truck off right now with both hands behind my head. <laughs> uh, why is he such a damn bitch? I mean, he gets mad when people say he's crying, but then makes fun of a kid on the stand for crying for his life. He is such a bitch. That's from Nick. LeBron James is a perfect example of what this this generation has given us. They handed the keys to the car to LeBron James when he was a rookie, right out of high school. I just watched a really cool documentary on Showtime about Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was the first player since Moses Malone to skip college and get into the NBA. I loved Kevin Garnett. Um, you hear that Mr. Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, had a fan thrown out of the game because he made fun of the Kardashian. I, I heard about that. Look, look. This is that generation. See... They told parents in some leagues a few years ago that you couldn't cheer and you couldn't boo anymore. And now you, you've raised a, a generation of these quote-unquote athletes who can't take it when not everybody cheers for them. LeBron was the first shining example of that. They hand, When Kevin Garnett came to the league right out of high school, nobody said, oh, this kid's going to 
would be amazing. Everybody was worried about it. Kevin Garnett is one of the 75 greatest players to ever play in the NBA, and I will never, ever argue that. You want to talk about somebody who was fantastic? Kevin Garnett. Never got in trouble with the law. You never heard case, you know, him getting drunk in public, assaulting people, assaulting women. This guy went out there and played basketball. Finally got a championship on what they refer to as the first super team, and I tend to agree with it, the Boston Celtics. LeBron James comes to the league, and it's like the league never existed before he was around. I remember it. And LeBron James had a good career. I'll say he's a good player. I, I, I can't take that away from him that he's good. He is a very good player. Not the greatest of all time. I didn't watch the 75 greatest players. If they put LeBron in that, they're fucking out of their minds. Unless he's number 74. If we did a Mount Rushmore of NBA players, does LeBron even make it out of the first round? I doubt it because I'd match him right up against a Michael Jordan. But he's a bitch because he was raised in that generation where you couldn't you couldn't boo. You could still cheer, but you couldn't boo. And it was only a couple years after that that you couldn't cheer then. And yes, Christopher, they, they really had those leagues. Now he's getting booed all the time. He he's kind of unraveling. He doesn't he, this is why I believe LeBron James is a bitch. Is because he's not focused on what got him where he is. And that's basketball. If LeBron didn't have irons and so many fires, LeBron James could probably be the best basketball player to ever walk on the face of the earth. But he already sabotaged himself. He sabotaged himself by not being humble when he said he was taking his talents to South Beach. What negated him from ever becoming the greatest player of all time was when he did take his talents to South Beach and they didn't win the first year. You think about it, he had Ray Allen on that team, one of the greatest shooters of all time, and that other guy from Toronto. They had a super team. They should have won the league easily, and they didn't. Not the greatest player ever. I don't think LeBron would make the Sweet 16 cut on the Mount Rushmore. I, 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 I don't think so either. I don't think he would be mentioned. Let's see if I can name 16 basketball players that are better than him. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Dr. J, Kareem, Kobe. I'm not going to say Carl Malone because I heard a story about Carl Malone. I'm at six right now, by the way. Carl uh, Malone, when he was in college – when he was a 20-year-old, do you know he fathered uh, a son with a 13-year-old? Didn't want to have anything to do with it. Not until the kid got older. That's what you call statutory rape. Just letting you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bob Cousy. Bill Russell. I'm sorry I left out Bill Russell so long. Uh, 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 Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, let's see, Charles Barkley, better, 10. That, that's 10 right there. Um, Kevin Garnett.
and five others. Bob Cousy, Pistol Pete Maravich, James Worthy. George Gervin, the Iceman. There's 15. One more. I just need one more. I said Barkley already, didn't I? Okay. Uh, and you know what? I'll, I'll put this one on there. Shaq. There you go. There's 16. Mm. I'll take Shaq's name off and put Dennis Rodman up there. Isaiah Thomas. Roger Murdoch was a great player. And I got Larry Bird in there, of course. Minute Bowl. <laughs> but, see, these are guys who played in the league when the league was real. And I can, I can switch in Isaiah Thomas with somebody. But this is why LeBron James is a bitch. He's not humble. He thinks he belongs in that same category. And, LeBron, you certainly <laughs> do not. So, there you go. That, Nick, is why he is a bitch. In my opinion. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Sean Bradley. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? See, Nasty says Iverson. Yeah, you can put Iverson in there. Uh, Dear Art, I know that you pretty much know uh, about everything that is going on to be on television and what is on. Yeah, because that's all I do is watch TV pretty much. Uh, but have you watched the new HBO show Shrink Next Door with Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd? Is it true it's based on a real story? If so, it makes it that much better. And if you haven't, you should check it out. That's from Christy. I have watched it. Uh, I'm up to date. They, they release new episodes on Fridays. I've gotten through all the episodes until, up until this Friday's episode. Um, man, I tell you what, this is the first role I've ever seen Paul Rudd. As someone I hated. I do not like Paul Rudd in this. I'm surprised Paul Rudd took this because this is such a departure from from the roles he takes as the likable guy. Will Ferrell plays this uh, devout to his family, to his religion. He's Jewish. And they do all the the Jewish oives and they, they talk that way in this. And it is, it is based on a true story about a doctor who swindles a patient out of millions and millions of dollars. And it's pretty fascinating to watch this show. And you sit there and you go, when is Will Ferrell's character going to fucking wake up? Well, it, it happened. It, it, it is worth watching. I do enjoy that show on HBO, uh, or not HBO, uh, Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. You said HBO. It's Apple TV. It's a smart move if you don't want to be typecast. That that is true. Paul Rudd's had a great career. This, this one this, this one shocks me that he because he plays a character that you will not like. I like it though. Good show. The Shrink Next Door. Check it out if you haven't seen it. All right, here we go. Next one. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I know it's going to be kind of a stupid question, but where do you get all your hats? I didn't realize that there were that many teams with the letter A on them. Love the TikTok videos. Keep them up. 
and that's from Ryan. Uh, my backdrop in all my TikTok videos are my hats. Uh, I have over, what do I have? Like, I, I, I think I have 102 letter A hats. And a lot of them, they're, they're mostly their teams. I have a lot of Braves hats. A lot of, uh, what else we got? Braves, the Reno Aces, I love their hats. Some hats I've made up. Some I have my signature A on hats. Other hats I've just decided to come up with, like the orange and white Longhorns hat. I put a, a, an orange A on that. Uh, where do I get all my hats? From stores. I mean, I've got that brown and khaki one coming, and I, I like the idea of putting yellow on there. I think that's going to look good. It's going to look fly as shit. But, uh, yeah, I just, look, I go to Lids. I buy most of my hats at Lids. If I, if I see a cool, like, there's only one team I won't buy. Only one team. I don't have any A's hat because it has an A and S. I have maybe one A's hat where they don't have the S on it. I will never, ever buy an Astros hat. Never. No. And there is a kick-ass-looking A hat that the Astros released, part of their anniversary hat series. And it's an A that has a bunch of, like, A's strung out beside it. It looks really cool. Not going to buy it, though. Why? It's an Astros hat. I can't do it. Uh, I've got the Amarillo Sod Poodles. And I have their, their predecessor, the Amarillo uh, uh, Armadillos. That hat took me some getting, though. But, yes, I have the Sod Poodles because they have a lovely A on their hat. But, yeah, a lot of the hats, they have this really cool hat that I made that has an A. It's got wings and a an halo, but not really an angel's hat. The hat I want is from the uh, either the Super A grocery store or there was an old filling station, the Flying A. I really like those hats. Well, I, I like their logos, but the hats. The coolest hat I think I have right now is... I, I bought a Rangers hat last year when they switched to the baby blue and the dark blue bill, and I ripped out the T because the guy showed me how to rip out the stitching, and I ripped out the stitching, and I went and got it done with, like, a, a Western A to where I have an A Rangers hat. Um, I really, really oh, – I have a, a cool hockey team, the Admirals, the Milwaukee Admirals. They were a, a minor league hockey team. I got that hat. I'm looking at all these hats now. My my favorite, it has to be the pinstripe hat I got last year for the Chicago White Sox game that they played at the uh, Build It He Will Come Field, Field of Dreams, because it didn't have a logo on the front. So I got an old-timey looking A and put it on there. That hat's fucking money. But yeah, just I have ideas when it comes to hats, so. Looking forward to getting that brown one. Getting rid of the brown one I have now because it's too goddamn hot, 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 uh, tight. Wore it the other day and fucking give me a headache like a champ. But that's where I get all my hats. There you go. All right, good question. Uh, Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you uh, Triple T says, how is the 4th of July Ace hat? I just wore that in a video recently. That one in my, uh, my Arizona Diamondbacks hat that uh, Alicia got me. Love those hats. 
I've been getting a lot of questions lately. But like, I go out and I wear my uh, Appalachian State hat. People are like, holy shit, is that App State? I'm like, yeah. But I just wore the Reno one to do a video the other day. Love my Reno Aces hats. Those are the best-looking A hats there. Uh, Dear Arnie, I wanted to know what is on your Christmas list this year. Usually you start telling people what you want by now. That's from William. Uh, You caught me off guard there, William. Uh, What do I want this year? I don't know what I want. World peace? No, I I don't get anything out of that. If you want to send me some, look, Copenhagen snuff, the silver top, always the silver top. Remember, Copenhagen snuff, the silver top. You can send me that, gift cards to the big and fat store. I'll go there and shop. Send me just fucking Visa gift cards if you want to send me shit. That way I can go out and get T-shirts made. I haven't gotten a new T-shirt in a while. I got one coming, though. By the way, T-shirt sales are huge right now at Public. Not for me personally, but the huge Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale going on there. Get yourself a Super A shirt, Fan of Ass shirt, the University of Ass shirt, pork snorkeling in, in, in instructor, pork snorkeling. If you weren't at my comedy show, you don't know what that means, and it's fucking pure gold. <laughs> uh, all those shirts, the Mount Rushmore of mullets and wrestlers is on there. They took my video games one down. Damn it, bastards. Yes, remember Grizzly Mint pouches are on his favorite. Fuck you, Stackar. Ugh. Anything mint or wintergreen, yuck. B. Coop says, my Racha shirt just showed up in the mail. Oh, the Nature is Not Your Friend shirt? Awesome. That one is one of my favorites. Uh, I just put up the Naked Arnie shirts. They're available. The Signature A shirt. That one, that's the one I got to order. I want that Signature A shirt. You were back in California for your stand-up show. Did we ever get an update on your uh, theft total? I know we were planning a big haul. I didn't, I didn't get much. I only got like uh, like uh, uh, a thing of underwear, Tommy Hilfiger underwear, a pair of shorts, and a shirt. I only got like maybe $150 worth of stuff, and then I left it in the hotel room because I didn't really like it. The, the, the big and fat store in California sucked, and that's why I didn't steal more. Uh, Braddy Kid says gift cards to Louis Vuitton too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Man. Got a crazy person now. Loves Louis Vuitton. What the F? And Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. Please say that this is not going to happen. I just saw a poll that said Michelle Obama would be the second choice for president if Kamala didn't run. I would have to say I'm nervous because as stupid as our country is, they may vote this jackass in. I may have to go somewhere else to live then. Uh, That's from Courtney. Courtney, I saw that same thing. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. There's a new poll out there. No, Kamala's not dancing on that poll yet. Give her time. But there's a new poll out there that says... The front runners right now, percentage-wise, to be the next president would be Kamala the Indian Giant, number one, 
and Michelle Obama is number two. <laughs> Freddie, I can get you some Louis Beatons from India for you. <laughs> um, look, we, we talked about what Alex Jones is saying. I'm Alex Jones. I know how to build a bologna sandwich. Alex Jones here, InfoWars. If you're ever thirsty on a hot day, then this is what you need to do. You need to find one of your conservative neighbors that has a lemon tree. And then you take some lemons off that tree, and you get some water. Now, you want to purify that water running one of my generators. You purify that water, and you put the lemon in there. You get a little bit of this guilt-free sugar that I like to sell on my website. You put that in there as well, and man, you've got a tasty beverage. It's something never, no one's ever heard of, putting lemon and water together. I've heard of some drink called lemonade, but that just makes me think of sexual diseases. We'll call this lemon happiness. It's available at Infowars.com. Good morning, Arnie. <laughs> Uh, good morning, y'all. Arnie, I think you created a new sport of shoplifting in this state. Can't blame me for it. They were doing these robberies far before I got to back to California to start stealing. They, these people are professionals. Is pole dancing a perishable skill, or is Kamala going to remember all her old moves? Oh, yeah, she's got them. She's still got them. She knows what time it is. Alex Jones, the reason why I was just picking on him, he's come out to say that Hillary's going to be the next president. She's going to take over for when Joe leaves. And Kamala's going to leave before Joe, and then they're going to they're going to 25th Amendment Joe and get his ass out. All right. Pete Booty just come out and said, well, I have a lot on my plate right now with two twins that I had to take 16 months off for. So I don't know if I'm going to be running anymore. We'll see about that, Poot. Pete. Pete Bootyage. Boy, there, there's a ticket right there. Can you imagine the next Democratic when, when there's 12 of them up there running for president? You're going to have Gavin Newsom up there. If she's old enough, the Emar Oman, AOC. You're going to have all these, these shit knuckles up there. That's my new word, by the way, shit knuckle. Gonna have all these shit knuckles up there. I don't think Michelle's gonna run. I can't think that she's really gonna run. Pete Bootyage is gonna run. And then what what's gonna be the consensus? They're gonna they, Pete won't win because he's white. He's a white man, but he's gay, but he's still a white man. He's out. It comes down to the fucking crazy people that are running. The AOCs, the Imara, Imar, she can't run because she was born in what, Syria or wherever the fuck she's from, whatever shit of stand area she's from. So AOC will be up there? No. No. Here, I got a question for you, ass family. This is an interesting question to go along with something that was asked earlier about coming out and being gay. 
let me uh, let me just say this. Uh, I hate the left, leftist or anti-American. Yep, Pete Butt gig. Um, in all fairness, it, let, let's say let, let's say there was a Republican that was gay. Ask family, do you think America is ready to elect its first openly gay president? Douglas says, fun fact, there was a naked dude walking down Florin Perkins beating off a little while ago. I just asked a question. Do you think America is ready for their first openly gay president or lesbian? One of the two. Cowboys Girl says, no. Derek says, no. Kale says, ha-ha, no. Brett says, no, America is tired of the whole look at me, I'm gay epitome that faded out in the 90s. I don't think so. I mean, a lot of us are tired of it, but. No, but the election would get rigged, so yes. Why not? We elected the first retard. <laughs> I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. <laughs> I don't think a woman should ever be president. That's a cowboy's girl who says that. It's going to happen. Arnie just sent you a picture on Facebook Messenger. What relevant to the conversation? Irrelevant to the conversation. Uh, let's see. Why are they all married to white folks? Isn't that interesting? Look at that. That is very, very interesting. Kamala Harris has a white husband. Imar Omar, whatever her name is, the Syrian chick, white husband. AOC, I don't think, is married. She's just dating a white guy. Don Lemon, white. The mayor of Chicago. I know she's ugly and everything, but she is a lesbian. She's got a white partner. Very interesting. I would vote for a gay guy before I would vote for a JW or a Mormon. A Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon. Wow, that's interesting. John Gruden just texted me and said, nope. Uh, let's see. Hey, everyone, I'm gay. Is so played out. We don't care anymore. Vote for me, I'm gay. Uh, Omar was married to her brother. Well, we still, look, 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 we still pay attention to the gays. I, I shouldn't say it like that, to the gays. But, but yeah, when people come out, people are still like, <gasps> I mean, I respectfully disagree with you, Brett, but that it, it, I, I won't, I, it is played out. I, I'll agree with that. But they will use that. The LGBTQ society will use that. Look what they've done to Dave Chappelle. Look what this group has done to Dave Chappelle. All over jokes. And this is what I hope. I hope that someone from the the alphabet people does run for office and loses. That way, the word homophobe will be then just as watered down as racist is. It's not there yet. It's getting there. 
being transphobic, being homophobic. It's getting to where it's watered down, but it's not quite there yet with races. And I think if you were to run a, a few gay candidates and they didn't win, America would be it, America would be fine with it, but that movement would be, look at that, there you go. See, America's still homophobic, even though they could have terrible fucking platforms that they're standing on, terrible ideas. But I agree that the, the country isn't ready to elect that as commander-in-chief. We proved that with Pete Buttigieg. And I think it had nothing to do with him being gay. But someone like, uh, I knew, like Pat, Neil Patrick Harris, yes. Someone like Rip Taylor, no. Interesting. Okay. That's an interesting take. I would vote for a gay person based on their record and policies. I, I See, that's what we should all be basing everything on. That, that's a great way to, to say it right there, based on their record and their policies. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, black, white, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, whatever the hell AOC is. They're the ones who come out and make it about whatever their ethnicity or their sexual preference is. They're the ones that make a big deal about it. I took an honest look at Caitlyn Jenner before eventually settling on Larry Elder last election. Okay, Christopher. Rip Taylor was a... Yeah, the guy who threw the, the, the confetti and stuff? Oh, yeah. I don't think it'll matter if the country is ready. I personally don't care about sexual preferences. A chunk of the country will support them. Another chunk will hate them. Can't win. Very true. Kale says, the more you know. We've already had a gay president, and then he lost re-election to Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter was awesome. Awesomely terrible. Uh, all right, let's see. La uh, we got two more of these? Okay. Gay and lesbian candidate was all we had. I would totally vote for Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, all right, let's see. Hold on. Let's get back to the mail. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, just wondering, because my son is 16 and really doesn't know what he wants to do with the rest of his life. Well, because he's 16. Um, I know that he loves podcasts and listens to them all the time. That is how I actually found, about, uh, found out about your show. Well, thank you to your son. He has said that he would like to get into podcasting for a living, but doesn't really know how to start. Do you have any advice for new people in the broadcasting world? And that's from Gina. I, Gina, sorry. Gina. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as easy as everybody wants to make it seem. There are about a billion podcasts now in the world. And, and I've seen my structures and, and, and some of the numbers, the way some places do it. I'm in the top 1% of podcasters 
and, and like Joe Rogan is is in the top point zero one percent, which means he's got a lot more listeners than me. Um, he's sixteen. He should be going to school and worry about not getting caught with the crusty sock. Uh, agreed. But I I, I want to give this piece of advice out to people that that think that broadcasting and now podcasting that everybody can do it. I had a friend recently leave the television industry to start her own world and her own event and her own thing, and I wish her nothing but luck. She's been on this show a couple times, Olivia DeGeneres, who's doing all kinds of like astronomical readings and things like that now, and she's about to start a podcast. Now, someone like her, <coughs> she'll do fine. And the reason she'll do fine is that she started out in broadcasting. Nothing upsets me more than when I see a Hollywood celebrity get a show on Sirius Radio or they start a podcast and they think they're the, – and then all of a sudden, about six months later, it's gone. Or you listen to it and you go, wow, that just is trash. And here's, here's, here's the reason. Nobody realizes how much work goes into a podcast. Nobody understands the hours it takes to put together one podcast. And if it's successful and you're only doing it once a month, well, you're not going to be successful. Because if people like it, they'll want it more. And if you're like, holy shit, wait a second, I've got to do all this work for more, the answer is yes. Tell your son that he is in for a lot of work, depending on what he wants to do. I don't know what kind of podcast. You're not telling me if he's going to do anything specific. He's going to do a podcast like this and fucking strap yourself in, man. And I will tell you this right now. Your job is 24 hours a day. The only time you get off is when you sleep. And then if you wake up and have an idea, you have to. I have a pen and paper next to my bed. I've had a pen and paper next to my bed since, I think, 1998, my second year in broadcasting. No, that was second year in radio. I got in broadcast. When did I get in broadcasting? I'm going on 30 years. I don't know. 1990, well, 94, 95. 95, I had a pen and paper next to my bed just in case I had ideas. Because you're, you're like, we used to have a saying on another show that I was on, and I still live by this. Your life is the show, and the show is your life. I've learned to manage it better to where I have more personal time for myself now. But I, I do a show, and like that, that whole trip to the mall yesterday. I told you all the highlights, all the fun parts of that. Left out the personal stuff. Because that's entertaining. People like to hear about that when they listen to a show. But you have to pay attention. Have to pay attention. You have to remember what you're doing. If not, and, and honestly, I use the notes section in my phone. If I find a story or, or there's something I want to talk about the next day, I write it down. There's a lot of work that goes involved. 
not just finding stories, and that takes time too because you have to find a story and then you have to find it on another site and then figure out which way it's written correctly. That way you don't want to be deemed right or left wing. And if you're going to do a show with somebody, then I will give you the most important. This is the best piece of advice I can give to anybody who's getting in broadcasting, any sort, podcast, with friends or things like that. The most important thing to do is listen. When you're not talking on the mic, it is more important to listen than anything else. And that was something I could not get across to dog shit or jerk off. Those guys understood how radio worked. They're just really, really bad at it. And I'll never forget my second day with jerk off and and dog shit. I was asked by jerk off, what made you guys so successful? Because on another show I was on, we were second to none. And I'll tell, and I told them, I said, listen. That's all you got to do is listen. But it was too hard for them. Because they had their points, and their points were more important than anybody else's points. And there were a couple times with dog shit and jerk off that I would go on a rant. I'd go on a tirade. They just wanted to talk. They weren't listening. And then jerk off ended up saying some of the same things I said. And I just looked at him. I said, I already said that. Oh. It's, it's fucked. Uh, if you're like Joe Rogan, the ludicrous amount of weed and other drugs that go into making a podcast, very true. Do what you know. See, I, I, like I'll tell you guys this. When I got into sports radio, I thought it was going to be a lot more fun, and I thought it was going to be the easiest job I ever had. Well, I got into radio, or like at that time where football was kind of boring, nothing was happening, and it was basketball season. You know how hard sports radio is when you don't watch basketball? I was so happy to get back into my realm of talking about the news of the day or current events and entertainment news and sports, doing it all together. It made life so much easier for me. Arnie, have you covered the Jussie Smollett trial yet? Uh, I have it coming up in the next segment with all my Hollywood stuff. That poor bastard's going to prison. Uh, I can tell you as his wife, it's very frustrating at times because he doesn't take a break from the show. We can be out and about and something comes to his head or a story and he has to take time to write it down or text himself. That's why he gets so frustrated when people post stories he more than likely already has. He truly works 24-7 on the show. Well, thank you, Braddy Kid. I do because it's important to me. This is important. This is my livelihood. I love entertaining you guys. I love bringing stories to the plate. Uh, Any creative endeavor other than doodle drawing takes time. People seem to think a painter can whip up a painting in a few hours when it could take days or weeks to get layering, shadows, gloss, etc. Music takes months to create an album, and that's when it's all collaborative, let alone one person doing everything like me. Podcasts take all day to get articles, format, technical shit together. Yes. I will tell you something that that sets my podcast aside. I know this for a fact is all the sound effects I have. One time I put a firefly in my butthole to make my farts glow. How dare you? You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. One time I damn, damn, damn. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Oh my lucky stars, a Negro. 
takes time to find those, edit them, cut them up, put them in. It, it, look, Gina, it's it, it's tough, but not for me. I'm not trying to tell you that this is the hardest job in the world for me. I've been doing this since I was 21 years old. I'm 50 now. This is what I do. Finding stories, finding sound effects, that stuff's easy for me. And that's why it will blow away anybody else. So I think you guys are ahead of the curve. Because when this show does take off and I have 100 million listeners like Joe Rogan, because his show didn't just pop overnight. It took a few years. Telling you right now, Joe, you got some competition. I'll just tell you that right now. I ain't going to challenge you to a fight because you whooped my fucking ass. Uh, My best friend still listens to another show, and I've been trying to convert her to ass family as she complains about how that show's going downhill. Is that the trial over the false police report? Yes. The Jesse Juicy Smollett? Yes. We'll get to that after we do this last email here. Uh, so last one here. Let's see. Welcome to Mail Call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was listening to a show from about a week or so ago when you stopped everything to help a listener who was going through alcohol issues. Yeah? I believe that was Mark. Uh, it was really cool how you stopped everything to help that person. And I just wanted to uh, wanted you to know that you helped me as well. I'm glad. Please never leave the air again due to the fact that you are not only the funniest person in the world still, but the amount of help and hope you give people should make you very, very proud. Thank you again. That's from Anthony. Well, Anthony, I do appreciate that. If I can share any kind of expertise I have on anything, I'm always here to help. So there you go. Great bound of listener mail today. Keep the mail coming in. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Um, you can you can hit me. You can write me over on Facebook. Send me a message on Instagram. I'll find a way to get it up there. I promise.
paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my shelf and kicked in my Nothing but championship games. We'll talk about all the job openings, and I think this week we'll go over who goes where coaching-wise. Like, I, I'm still befuddled, if you will, that Brian Kelly left Notre Dame to go to LSU. Stupefying. 
But great jobs are available right now. I, I think Florida just filled theirs. But I'm not sure. I got to look into that. Miami's open. Oklahoma's wide open. And Notre Dame. Three powerhouse programs. And we'll go over all that on Thursday. But first, we got to talk about the cause. You see, you're going to drink a little bit of this, and then I'm going to put my pudding pop in you. And we go padoo 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 padoo. Didn't think about Rudy the poopy pop. No, it seems that okay. Stop that. Uh, Bill Cosby, according to prosecutors from uh, Pennsylvania, where he was tried, found guilty of raping a woman, and they had it all thrown out because he was given immunity or whatever for another case or something? Well, they're saying that he never had immunity, and they are going to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Cosby walked out free man back in June after serving two years of a 10-year sentence. New documents prosecutors are calling on the U.S. Supreme Court to right what they say is a grievous wrong. They insist that he was not given lifetime immunity for a prosecution just because the former prosecutor declined to criminally uh, charge him at the time. I uh, Look, look, look. As much as I want to see this walking down the steps of the Supreme Court. Well, you see, we'll get the flippy dippy and we'll get Rudy and we'll get Theo and then we'll get Mrs. Cosby Flopper Dobble. Ho ho. Little uh, pudding pop in the old pooper. Flopper Dobble Dippy Stoopy. Oh, I want to see what's under that robe, Flopper Dobble. Here, here t- take a drink of this. Look, the, the one thing I don't want to see is I don't want to see the decrepit Bill Cosby, the bullshit Bill Cosby. They rolled out in court. We had people holding him up, and he could barely walk. And then he almost, like, sprinted out of jail. Do I think that the Supreme Court is going to hear this? That is going to be a no-flozzle-dozzle there. I, I think the Supreme Court has a lot of other stuff that's more important to the fabric of actual America than worrying if Captain Horndog gets off. That maybe gets off is a bad term to use. Sorry, my bad. So is his oldness an act? Well, the... I don't think... I, he is old, but I don't think he's as bad off as he's made himself seem. Where he needs help, uh, people to help him walk around. His eyes are all fucked up, though. Here, here here's a picture. I, let, let's see this. Hold on a second here. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the story, and you can see how fucked up his eyes are. He got that weird Bernie Mac kind of thing going on with his eyes. Bill would say, Flazel, Clarice the Mazel, uh, you drink Coca-Cola like me, floppy doppy. Rudy found the snoozel public pubic hair. Ooh, hey, hey. Like, I, I, I don't like Bill Cosby. I think, you know, he was talking about coming out on tour, 
And obviously somebody heard my show because I saw this on TikTok and I got a little upset. I would go see Bill Cosby in concert if they promised me that he had gone to an all-blue set list. Because Bill Cosby was notoriously famous for being clean. I want to see him. I want to see Bill Cosby come out and say the N-word. I want him like fucking Chris Rock and, and Kevin Hart and all these people. How great would that be? Well, Florida Dodgers, I took my big black cock out, Florida <laughs> Dippy. I used to call that a pudding pop, but now I just call it my big cock. <laughs> and I was fucking uh, Camille, my wife. I put it right in her butt, and she said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing in the order uh, ever. That would be so awesome if he came out and did a blue set list. Hickory dickory duck, flazzle dazzle, Lily Tomlin was sucking my cock. Ooh, you know who I'd like to give a drink to? Ha ha, flazzle dazzle. Give me one of them Kardashian girls. Flippy dippy. I'll show you what a real hoagie tastes like. Dude, I can do this fucking bit forever. Making Bill Cosby dirty is so fantastic. Captain Puddin' Pop is roaming the streets, and it pisses these prosecutors off to no end. That It's true. They Fuck, that's very true. I want to see him on stage, though. I just want to see him go on stage. Ooh, well, you look nice. Would you like to come back to my dressing room so I can fuck you in the pooper? I bet Bill Cosby is a real killer of Nicole and Ron. Has anyone made him try on the glove? <laughs> he puts it on his cock. Oh, it's not me. It don't fit. It was way too small. Frazzle dazzle. By the way, speaking of stand-up comedians, I just saw that one of my favorite guys out there, Jimmy Carr, love Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr makes me laugh. He's a British comedian. He's got a Netflix special come out in December. I highly recommend it already. I love Jimmy Carr. Scott, <laughs> Scott, that's the name of the door. I like that. Bill Cosby, no fucks to give tour 22. <laughs> I'd be first in line. First in line to hear him use all kinds of fucking racist shit. Oh, just let it all out, Bill. So, Frazzle Dazzle, I was sitting in prison, and a guy stuck his finger in my ass. I said, Flazzle Dazzle, this isn't the prison fish hook case here now, is it, Flumpy Dippy? Oh, man. God, that's good stuff right there. That is so good. That is what we call gold, Jerry. Gold. All right, now on to the other case that's happening in the greater Chicago area. Juicy Smollett. The jury was sworn in after the disgraced actor lied about being attacked on. You remember this? I remember this. This is such a great story. He got beat up by a couple of good old boys wearing MAGA hats. They kicked the shit out of him, and then they put his head in a noose. Remember, and he came out like a couple days later, did a concert, and everybody was like, oh my God, this is so great. Then things started kind of falling apart, like the two gigantic Nigerian fellas that he hired to beat his ass. 
They started talking. Dude was on the show Empire. Said he was the victim of a racist, homophobic assault from white people. White Donald Trump supporters. Remember that? I, I, I mean, look, look. If I'm Donald Trump and I'm going after Juicy Smollett for fucking saying that my people had anything to do with this, you're besmirching my name. The siblings who, who the, the, the Nigerian brothers who worked with him on the show Empire said he paid them $3,500 each to beat him up. He could face up to like six years in prison. For, for making a false claim, a false fucking, you know, hate crime claim, all this kind of stuff. Wow. I, I can't get over this. This is, is this part of the video when he talks about getting beat up? Hold on a second here. Um, jurors also see surveillance video for more than four dozen cameras that police reviewed to trace the brothers' movement before the quote-unquote attack happened, as well as showing the brothers purchasing a red hat, ski mask, and gloves from a beauty supply store hours earlier. That's so funny. That is so funny. He He's going to lose this case, and it's going... Uh, let's see. Let's play what he has to say first. I'm pissed off. What... Is it that has With you Robin so Roberts. angry? Is it the the attackers? It's the is attackers, it? but it's also the attacks. It's like, you know, at first it was a thing of like, listen, if I tell the truth, then but you're incapable that's of. it, because it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Then it became a thing of like, oh, how can you doubt that? Like, how do you how do you not believe that? It's the truth. Because it's a lie. And then it became a thing of like, oh. It's not necessarily that you don't believe. I don't that believe this is the you. truth. It's not the you truth. You don't even want to see the truth. Well, I I, I want to see the truth, but you're you're there is the truth is the fact that you organized this, and you had two Nigerian fellas, and if you know anything about people from Nigeria, they are about the polar opposite of white. This is this is such a farce. And the rope and bleach, yeah, I mean. Guys, ass beaten, he lost 7,006 years in jail. Yeah, oh, this is going to cost him. This is going to cost him big time, and I'm glad. But get ready. When they do prosecute him, I'm just telling you how this is going to work. Whatever social media platforms you're on, they will they will try to equate him to Kyle Rittenhouse. I, I, this, look, I'm just warning you. Don't kill me, the messenger here. I'm just warning you. Oh yeah, black man. He can't. He 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 goes on trial. He's found guilty. Well, when you are actually guilty of something, everybody was reporting this, and I I want to say thank you to Arise again because she sent me the first copy of the story about how Arizona State wants to kick uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse off their campus. You know, he attends Arizona State only online. 
they still want him kicked off the campus. He's not on the campus. They want him kicked out of the school. Because there will be all sorts of narratives on this that, that he never had the support of the police because he's black. He didn't have the support of fucking the police because he's gay. All this bullshit. Remember again how racist the U.S. is. Diverse Olympic teams and fake hate crimes. There's another story. I saw, I've saw. i seen three stories, uh, including Jesse Smollett. There's a 16-year-old kid who allegedly got his car vandalized with, like, vote Trump, white power, all this kind of shit. Turned out he did it. There's another story about a guy, a black guy, who's drawing swastikas on synagogues and doing all kinds of racist stuff. Wait a second. Wait, wait, why aren't we hearing about these things? Why aren't these more prevalent? Because once again, and see, this is the thing that nobody wants to answer, and that's why they fucking, you know, start, they change the subject or or they, they do personal attacks. When you ask the question, black people make up about 13% of our society. They're a minority. They're the biggest minority out there. They make up about 13% of our society. Yet their incarcerated rate is like 85%. The incarceration rate in U.S. prisons is about 85% black. And mainly committing crimes against other black people. And and they want prisons cut down and stuff, and they say prisons are racist. Well, how are they racist when these people are committing crimes? I'd just like to know that. And the reason why these people are breaking the law and doing these crimes is because the government's never had their back. Never. Not the Democrats, not the Republicans. Nobody's had their back. And I'm not using that as an excuse because what they did, I don't know who it was, but they broke up the family unit in in the black society. A lot of people blame welfare on that. They say welfare really strip black parents because now a woman can have a baby and she doesn't even need a man to provide for her. She's got welfare to provide for her. Now, I'm not going to use that as an escape route or, or something to say, see, they're, they're bad, because they're not. I saw a story about a, a, a Navy SEAL. This guy, this guy is amazing. I, I don't know his name. I forget his name, and I'm sorry about this. He's the only man to ever, ever complete Navy SEAL training, Army Ranger training, Air Force Special Encounters training, and there's one more. I don't know if he's on Delta Force, but there's one more. He did that. This guy is like, this guy's bulletproof, and he grew up with a terrible situation. His father drug his mother down the steps, beat her ass. Yet this guy was able to make something of himself. It is available. It is totally available. David Higgins, that's his name. Thank you, Red White 530. The story of this man is totally awesome.
that it can happen. You can bounce your way out. Nobody wants to put these people on pedestals where they belong. People like Colin Power looked at and they say, oh, he's an Uncle Tom. No, he studied hard and he got out. Candace Owens, same thing. Maybe not on the same level as Colin Powell or uh, David, David Goggins. Maybe not on that level, but these are men that were able to do it. They're, they're, look, look, one of my all-time favorite Dallas Cowboys, Michael Irvin. Eight brothers and sisters. He made it out on his, on his athletic abilities. There is a way to make it out. Now, look, when he got to the NFL, he started doing cocaine, whatever. That'll fuck you up. But, hey, he made it out of the hood. He made it out through talent. David Goggins made it out through persistent work. So did Colin Powell. It can happen. Jesse Smollett, I don't know how he was raised in things. He made it, though. He was on a super popular show. He was getting a lot of notoriety. And he did this. Why'd he do this? Larry Elder was from Compton, absolutely. And he just ran for governor. I might read that David Goggins book. If somebody wants to send me that for Christmas, let me know. I'd read that book. It's a fascinating story. Now, here's another fascinating story. I've told you this once, and I have told you, I will tell you again. Tiger Woods will win the 2023 Masters. You've heard it here. Ever since he got in that horrific car accident. I didn't know it was this bad. Tiger says it was almost 50-50 that he would have had to get his leg amputated. Wow. He says, uh, once I I, I realized I was going to keep the leg, I wanted to test to see if I still had my hands. I guess his hands were real fucked up, too. I would have my girlfriend, who's not that good looking, or another friend of me throw me something. Throw me anything, Woods told Golf Digest, so you could catch it. The recovery process has been slow. He says he needs to change his mindset to get through the two to three hours of hell each day in rehab. Last week, we posted a picture on social media. Tiger Woods, it was a video of him hitting golf shots again. Now, I tell you what, you might hate Tiger Woods for cheating on his wife and doing all kinds of things like that. And uh, look, that's fine. You don't ever have to like him. But the man is an inspiration. All he's got to do now is come back and play in one tournament. If he can do that, he's one of the greatest living athletes we've ever seen, and he's a golfer. Let alone. If he comes back and he wins the Masters, fuck it. Greatest golfer to ever live. Fuck you, Jack Nicholas. And I will even say, This reminds me so much of Ben Hogan. If you don't know the story of Ben Hogan, he was coming home from a golf tournament in California here to his native Fort Worth, Texas. Hit a patch of fog, and he and his wife, and they only had lap belts back in those days. 
1949-48. The fog was so thick that the driver of the Greyhound bus couldn't see it and hit their car in a head-on collision. And what happened? Ben Hogan jumped in front of his wife to save her life. Got his legs crushed. Got his legs crushed, not her legs crushed. His legs were crushed. They didn't know if he was going to live. They told him, you may never walk again. You're never going to play golf again. And the driving spirit of that man would wrap his legs up as tight as he could and play golf tournaments. And two years after that accident, and this is in 1950, 1951, it's one of the greatest years we've ever seen in golf because Ben Hogan not only won the Masters, he won the U.S. Open and the British Open as well. And the way they traveled back then was on boat. If he would have made it back and it was match play event, he would have won the PGA Championship. He would have won the Grand Slam in the same year. But he was on a boat. That's the shit that inspires people. Tiger Woods, you can do that. Nothing lights a fire under your ass like a brush with death. Or if you're Tiger Woods, huge amounts of opioids or both. Oh, he's got them coming now. I tell you this. I, I was thinking about it when I was putting this story in place. You know, if they hacked off his leg and he had a fucking amputated leg and he got a fake leg, if it was that one where he's had all the knee problems with, I think that would make him a better golfer because then he could go after it again. Tiger plays better when he's coked up and banging hookers. Amen to that. Get him back on that. Get him back on the opioids, baby. I just want to see him play again. That's it. What, 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 a, what a story that would be. Man, oh, man. Oh, come on. Mouse work. Oh, I hate when the mouse fucks up like this. Jesus. There we go. Uh, all right. Come on. If Diamond Dallas Page gets old, Tiger, every other player might as well retire. Uh, with all that fucking yoga and shit he does, man, the wrestlers that dude's helped, it is pretty amazing. All right, have y'all ever been to one of them parks where you drive through and, and you got all the, the, the zoo animals and all the safari? You know, like Safari World USA, you drive your car through there and you can feed, like, I don't know, a, a giraffe or something like that. And tigers run up to your car and you roll up the windows. Well, apparently, at one of these dumb safari parks, and by the way, yes, I think 100% they are stupid because, once again, nature is not your friend. A guy and his five-year-old son were at one of these safari parks. (laughs) Yes, I've been to one. It's called Kenya. And they're watching the rhinos butting each other's heads at the Midland Safari Park. When a baby rhino got separated from him and then decided on the, uh, on, on the other side of the compact car where the mother made a 200-foot charge 
and ran at the, 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 the ran her horn into the front fender because she needed to get close to her baby. She wrecked their damn car. Oh, holy shit, we got, oh, we have video of, oh, my God. Oh, hey, now. All right, there, there's the rhino. Oh, crockies, look at the rhino. Oh, and there's an ostrich. Oh, and people are running around. Oh, my God. Oh, God damn it. Oh, it's about to turn the car. It flipped the car over. Dear God. Holy shit. Well, yeah, you people that need to... Oh, this mouse. Damn this mouse. Boy, it is still continuing to beat the shit out of that car. Now it's just running around in circles with it. This is one of... Oh, this was in Germany several years ago. Oh, boy, them German rhinos are tough. Guy's trying to drive off, and this car is fucked up. Holy Lord. Now it's flipping it over again. Now it's got it upside down. I guess it smelled the food in there or something. Here comes another fucking car to help out. Uh, do you have a tranquilizer gun there, mate? Fucking put this damn rhino down. Sell its horn for fucking hard-on pills. Is he going to attack this one, too? Shit, that is fucking craziness right there. See, that's why you don't go to them parks. The rhinos will go crazy. And they'll call over the hippos, and the hippos will eat you. Why? Because they're hungry, hungry. That's why. Now, these next two stories are two of my favorites. Stories I've ever seen a headline for. <laughs> oh, 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 please. Is that video? Oh. oh, come on. Oh, this is an NHL game. This can't be real. This cannot be real. Please let it be real. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I got, I, I, oh, Jesus. This is so awesome. Hold on, let me, let me watch this video here. She's got better audio. There she goes. She does that. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. This is an NHL game. All right, a female hockey fan at the Vegas Golden Knights game in Vegas had enough with another fan that was there. And a fight broke out in the stands. Now, if you've ever been to an NHL game, fights are likely to happen on the ice. The first NHL game I ever went to as a little kid was the St. Louis Blues against the Chicago Blackhawks. There were 11 fights in the stands that night. No fights on the ice. Now, this happened in Vegas. This lady got tired of listening to people chirp shit behind her head. And people started going at it, so she was going to join in. She stood up, and she took her prosthetic leg off and started swinging it at people. Oh, we need the Jim Ross here, don't we? There we go. Slobber knocker happening. Oh, what's she doing? She's taking her leg off. Good God, she's swinging her leg. That is an illegal kick. 
see, how can you kick someone without, with, with, with your hands? She's swinging her leg. How awesome would you be? If you were at a game, and you, look, look, I love being at games and seeing fights break out that aren't in my section because that's just extra entertainment. That's worth the ticket price alone. If some gal were to take her leg off and start swinging at somebody, I might piss my pants. That would be awesome. That would be, that would be one of the most phenomenal things I've ever seen. And this gal, she's wearing jeans. She just unhooks that thing real quick, yanks it through, and starts popping people with her damn leg. Hang down, Jen says, that's my kind of bitch. I mean, I wonder how mad you have to be to rip off half your balance to whack someone with it. I mean, yeah, yeah, what was said? What was said? See, this gal is not like a bitch like LeBron James that's going to bring people over to kick him out. Hell no, she's going to handle her business. She's going to swing a leg at him. Oh, my God. That is so fantastic. Oh, oh well, man, uh, Ogre, I'll, I'll have to send you the, the last story. He says, adios familia, a leg fight at a hockey game. Now I have masturbation fodder. <laughs> oh, that's, that is on, that's going to be on my bucket list. And I want to see somebody swing their leg at somebody. Vince McNair needs to sign this lady ahead of WrestleMania. All right, our final story of the day. Oh, this is even better. If you're like, wait a second, it can get better? The answer is yes. Adult contact creator, content creator, Lauren Hunter Damon was alone in her bedroom after police police found her alone in her bedroom. Oh, let, 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 let's get the right music here, shall we? Oh, yeah. This happened in Georgia on November 9th. When police arrived at the scene, they found this woman. After paramedics pushed her that way, and they saw a spent bullet casing on the ground from an unloaded 9mm because the paramedics unloaded it, but they found the spent bullet casing there. Uh, Local resident Jordan Allen said to be on the scene at the time, told authorities he had owned the gun and had lent it to the woman to use. Maybe he thought she was in trouble. He heard a gunshot in the kitchen and rushed and found her and gave her aid. She's 27 years old. He said there was a small amount of leg on her, blood on her leg. She told Mr. Allen that she had accidentally shot herself. You see, what she was doing was she took the gun, and that's right, she put it in her hoo-ha. And the gun was discharged in her vagina. I love how this was written. However, it's unclear why she was using the gun for work and whether she was recording a live when the firearm discharged. I'm just telling you right now, 
whoever dared her to do that, hey, I'll, I'll give you another 50 bucks if you shove a gun up your cooch. She fucking fired that thing while it went click. Uh, police said her account of the shooting changed several times, including that she had been engaged in consensual sex when the gun was fired. In the meantime, authorities have since classed uh, the incident as reckless conduct. The model is not likely going to be seriously injured. Good God. See, nasty, should she come or what? Man, she snatched that gun away from someone. <laughs> Yucca serves her right. Talk about blowing your load. Hey, Arnie, do you know if there's any video available asking for a friend? I've looked. Now, there is oh, a gamer accidentally sets her hair on fire during a session. Hold on a second here. Might have something good here. This will be all the way at the bottom of this page I'm putting up where you can see this story. Let's see if this is any good first. Before I play it for you, I'm gonna play it no matter what. Uh, pretty hot girl. Non, je British accent. Does it for me. She's playing with a matte lighter, and she sets her fucking hair on fire. Oh, that's French. Oh my god. Oh my god. You set your hair on fire, stupid. And now she's laughing about it because she's so damn dumb. Oh mon dieu, ça a failli être catastrophique. Oh, flash ici. Vous avez vu en live que je me suis cramé oh, les cheveux. Oh, I thought you were smoking the cigarette. Je me suis bien cramé les cheveux. Regardez. <laughs> wow. Glad she can laugh that off. Man, oh man. Hang down, Jen says. So I wonder if she'll get a job from Smith and Wesson after this, or maybe Remington. I mean, you said she was a model, and she's willing to put a gun up her hoo-ha. That should sell a few guns. Who would put a damn gun in their hoo-ha? This is crazy. I don't care if you're on OnlyFans and somebody's going to pay you $500 extra. If you're going to stick a hoo-ha up your cooch, or you're going to stick a gun up your damn cooch, make sure it's not loaded. Jesus, what was she making a video with Alec Baldwin? Oh, I didn't know that was going to go off. That's weird. God damn, these people. Giving guns such a bad name. Stupid people should not be able to get a gun. You should have to take a simple math test to get a gun. That would save the world a lot. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for me. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember. Remington, Remington, <laughs> R-E Emmington or R-I Emmington. <laughs> uh, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Uh, not even a prop gun. Thanks to Alec Baldwin. I know that's not safe, right? Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Until then, adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.